1: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Pit Stop Fracker and we're here to review the Austrian Grand Prix. got a full house today, there's six of us here. We've got our five ever-present cast members um, and we've got a special guest with us. We've got um, Steph joining us from All About Steph 1, who's also part of the F-Series. Steph, how are you keeping? How are you doing?
2: I'm doing good. I'm very, very excited to get into this today.
1: Nice to hear, nice to hear. Yeah, you, you got some great stuff on YouTube to be honest with you. I like your you. your YouTube channel. It's got a bit of um a bit of some edgier F1 content as I like to describe it. Oh, oh, I like okay. No, no, it's good, it's good, yeah. it's good. I, I, I like the stuff that you've done, um, like the comparison between Formula One, Formula E, yeah. your driver predictions, what makes a grade one F one circuit. So yeah, some 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 real good content there. I like it, I like it. Thank but um you. Enough of that. Tell us quickly about your F one story. Why why are you into F one? Who's your favourite driver, track, team?
2: All right. Well, I don't really have a story. I don't know. I got into Formula One basically because my dad watched Formula One and my parents were into Formula One. They were they like met and bonded over Formula One. So it's always been kind of like just ever present in my family and stuff. With regards to favourite driver, don't really have one. I'm very I don't like to call myself a glory hunter, but I do like to follow where the success goes. So, uh, but I've always been into Lewis and Daniel Ricciardo. They are my top guys, have always supported and um, the highs and the lows. And I don't really have a favourite team. So yeah, yeah, no, boring. No. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's nice to hear. It's, it, it's, it's funny how you mentioned um, you just follow you know the favorite driver or whoever's winning. I think Richard took that on at the start of this year because I, all of a sudden he just became a Max Verstappen fan out of nowhere.
3: Hold on, hold on, hold on! Don't listen. Do, don't, let's not do this. Don't cap on my mate. Let's not do this. <laughs> I'm not a Max Verstappen fan. I just have an agenda against Charles Leclerc, aka oh. the James Bond region. So therefore, okay. I like to use him as a prop to bash your boy. That's you all.
0: Richard, you remember what happened to Kunle when Kunle backed Bottas one time and now he's stuck with Bottas?
1: You're stuck <laughs> with Max now. <laughs> You're stuck. Listen. It was after, you know when? It was after we'd done our um, Young Driver pod and you picked Max Verstappen straight away and that's when we were like, okay, that's it. Richard's uh, a Max Verstappen fan here. You, you've who, got who, the title now, bro. A
3: to pick? Who else was I meant to pick? You think I was pick, picking <laughs> your boy? That little fugazi fraud? <laughs> That Malaga's Maldonado, (laughs) that little James Bond legion. You think I was gonna pick him over Max? You're you're moving, mad. Moving, Mat. Never picking him.
1: See, there you go. Three minutes in, and already, um, we're coming for the driver of the day. But I don't know why. I don't know why we're coming for the driver of the day because he was voted driver of the day. But we don't know why he was voted driver of the day. Should have been his teammate.
3: But hey ho, I digress. (laughs) Um.
1: But yeah, um the Styrian Grand Prix, Styrian. Yeah, you guys got on to me about that, by the way. It was it was the Austrian Grand Prix first, then the Styrian. So I thought it was the same one this year. Guys, man. Um, but yeah, um, anyway, um a- ahead of the race we had um a bit of action in FP1. We saw um Bottas doing a bit of a you know a bit of a pirouette in the pit lane. Um Richard, let me let me come to you on this. Um, what was going on there? There was a lot of content, a lot of laughs, but I mean it was a bit dangerous as well, considering you have um, you know, pit crew out there in the pit lane. But um, yeah, just just talk us through what happened
3: there. Yeah, so Mercedes wanted to try um something different in terms of the pit stops. They wanted to try and see if they can help Bottas get a faster um getaway. So, like, okay, let's try in second to see if that will work. But for whatever reason, the um, the tires just spawned too much. As soon, as soon as it hit, like, the white lamp, basically, he lost control of the card, back end came out, and then he just done, like, a, a mini pirouette, basically. Now, it was dangerous, but it wasn't as dangerous what people were making out. I've seen people saying, oh, we could have killed someone. Oh, it could have been, oh, like the disaster, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, it was dangerous, but depending on what angle you look at it from, he wasn't technically near anyone, and he did control the slide from it being worse. But as you you know, people have a boss agenda like we do, obviously, but people won't want to admit that. So, you know, we then heard on FIA radio, you know, um, someone from McLaren saying to Michael Massey, oh, look, that was absolutely dangerous, could have took out one of the guys. I mean, yeah, it, a less competent driver, maybe like a Mazda, I mean, probably wouldn't have held a side and he would have just wiped out, like, 10 man. Maybe so. But, look, as much as we blast Bottas, he's not, like, he's not a clown. He, in that situation, he's experienced enough to hold a, a mistake like that, basically. And it's more of us on the team, it's not. Like, as far as I'm aware, I don't think Bottas elected to to have that type of getaway. Is one on the team trying something new and using Bottas as the guinea pig? It's just that he got the wrong end of the stick as to where it's went wrong from everyone's just pointing at bottas, but you know, it's more you know buffoon. As I, I as I said on the uh, Twitter accounts, it's house of buffoons basically when it comes to Mercedes. You know, it's just oh let's try something new, we're overconfidence, whatever, whatever. And then this you know, this um uh, this thing where almost the sometimes get away with certain criticism. Like they just look certain people just look quick to um attack the drivers and more time it's the team that's put them in that position. So yeah, I mean it could it could have got ugly in a, in another day, but you need to be in mind, no one got hit at the end of the day. So it's just one of those things, really.
1: Yeah, no, no. I I completely agree. I mean, look thank god no one got hurt. Um but I think what you did mention though was Mercedes are just maybe being overconfident. I think you can also look at it in the flip side that mercedes are like trying every method in the book to gain an advantage because what we saw today quite clearly the red bull especially in max verstappen's hands is a very very quick car um and i suppose going into the race itself um max from the start really had it under control it was in all honesty, a dominant display. I think before Lewis made his final pit stop to to attack the fastest lap, I think it was about 14 to 13 seconds clear of him. Um, there was no real threat from Hamilton there. Um, let me come to you on this, Celia. Um, talk to me about Max Verstappen. Talk to me about that Red Bull car because, yeah, it's pretty impressive, especially today.
4: Do you know what? As As much as it pains me to say, Max had a great drive. From from beginning to end, to be fair, from what I saw, he he had a good drive. He put in an awful, to say it, I hate to admit it, but he did. He, he did a good job. I mean, in terms of the pace of the car, um, we were all having a good discussion. And um, I saw some people on Twitter, we were saying that the pace just looked absolutely crazy. And to have that sort of gap was ridiculous um and I know that people were saying is there anything illegal that um Red Bull have done to gain this sort of advantage because honestly it was a lot to this race was I think probably the most glaring of them all um even when you look back at previous um races at that same track you never see that sort of distance between um the the winner he even did Max even did something really cocky and like literally slowed right yeah, down that, at the end. That, yeah <laughs> and yeah I can't lie yeah if, if Lewis had done that I don't know what sort of reaction that would have got but that's that's not the point it's not the point of today but so yeah um however when you hear obviously Hamilton was saying that they've actually done no upgrades on the car since we all know that the new regulation that came in affected low rate cars a lot a lot more than high rate cars because even when we compare it to when we look at Aston Martin which last year was the pink Mercedes they've they at, at, last year they were actually in the midfield battle quite heavily and they were they were a good contender this year they're completely wiped out um so obviously we do know that the new regs have had um an effect on low rate cars and Mercedes have come out and said that they are focusing on 2022 and they're focusing on that car. So obviously, I guess what we're seeing is the gap getting bigger because Red Bull are throwing everything into this engine that they can right now. So they're getting, they are making the improvements, and for all intents purposes, Mercedes are basically staying stationary. And so the Red Bull are getting faster, and Mercedes just look. Um, I don't just just look woeful um, but Maxon himself put in a very strong drive even Perez like even the first his start I think he had the fastest start actually um, in in this race and he actually um, overtook Norris and Norris did well and fought back but um, in terms of pace and the only reason why Bottas actually got ahead was because they had their, their pit stop. Pit I don't stop. know what happened for um, Red Bull's pit stop with Perez. I mean, they really need to relax because they're the best at it and why is it always with my boy that they're trying to make mistakes? I'm not feeling it. doesn't matter. Even if it has to happen and they get, they should fix it. But that's the only reason why Bottas got ahead and even then, like during the whole race, Perez was still... I mean, it seemed that it was quite difficult for um, cars to catch up to each other. However, Perez looked very strong and was taking all of the um, fastest laps until Lewis had to come in and take it. So obviously at the moment, Red Bull have the stronger, faster, better car. That's basically it.
1: And there's no no amount
4: of driving that Lewis or anyone can do technically that will make up for it. Um. Even while he was dry, driving, Lewis was asking, okay, so how much are we, How much are they gaining or how much are we losing on the straights? And they were like 2.5, 2.5 tenths. Yeah. Like it was, it's ridiculous how much the difference is at the moment. Um, and I don't know if it's going to get any better because as Mercedes have come out and said, they're not going to do anything because they're looking forward to 2022. So Red Bull are probably risking it and yeah. going all in now.
1: Yeah, I I just want to pick up on on one thing you said there, Celia. You said, like, you know, if Mercedes are not doing anything, then I think we kind of need to look at their pace as well because just before the pod, we were looking at their times from last year to this year, and and Bottas stuck it on pole last year with a 102.9, so 103. This year, Hamilton qualified 104, so they're like a second slower from last year to this year. Now, I don't know, is there like a regulation change or something that I'm missing here because it seems like as much as Red Bull are getting quicker, Mercedes uh quite clearly have got slower. Now, it's time Martin, to Martin, the way you came off mute there. I loved it. It, it, it was quicker than Mercedes the way you came <laughs> off mute. Um tell us tell us exactly your thoughts on this or or, or what do you think's going on here?
0: I have, I have a thoughts on this. Um, might not be the most popular view, but I believe that maybe Toto received a strongly worded email, or maybe not even a strongly worded email, but maybe just a little something under the table, just to say slow it down. We've known we know from what's come out this year about engineers that we used to work at Mercedes. They said that Mercedes have been known to turned their engines down to make some races competitive. And they did it in 2014. They did it in, I think they did it in 2016 as well. And it's only expected that they might have done it again in 2021, going into a new racing season in 2022. New regs, trying to get in the new fans. Liberty Media have come in in the past, what, two, is it two, three years they've been running it now? And mm-hmm. everyone's been calling F1 the past two, three years newsfest because Mercedes have been trashing everyone. So why not turn the engines down for a couple races at the beginning, help let Sky build up their little their little Fugazi talent challenge, the same title challenge like Sky always jumping the gun on title challenges. Remember they did it with Tottenham in November last year, and we saw what <laughs> happened. And now they're doing it with Red Bull. And you know what? Come, come spa when when Toto says, listen, I'm not listening to you lot no more. I'm turning the engines back up. It's it's over. It's game over. Max will be crying. Max will be going back to his little orchard garden and crying. And that's it. Karen Horner will probably go and suffer 10 years of depression more. And it's that's the way it is. His wife will have to sing him some songs and... <laughs> it is here's it is where it's but as yeah. i said libby media they know what they just they need they need the the excitement they need to bring it you know get the people going and that's that's it
4: can i can i ask a question
1: just um, um, jump go for it seely just silly, quickly
4: yeah. because obviously if if that's the case then fair i mean i it sounds a bit wild but then again you never know But could it also be a case, using a football analogy, I mean, hopefully everyone watches football in a sense. Could it be like, you know, when Liverpool were dominated and won the Premier League and obviously Man City went and, I mean, Pep spent £100 on all sorts of defenders, done all that kind of thing, and then came back this year, this season, and basically came back and did what was normal. The way we look at Mercedes and the kind of domination that they've had... Is this their year break in a sense? And then next year with the new car coming in and taking off?
0: Or uh, the, the thing with Mercedes is that Mercedes have not really developed their car for the past five years. Like Mercedes has made very minor adjustments to the car. We notice every year they say they don't really work on, and they're normally a couple years ahead anyway, when it comes to these things. As, as we said before, the regulation changes. Mercedes, knowing about the regulation shape, they never said one thing about it. They they just said it is where it is. The game's a game. And they just... I mean, yes, I don't think we anticipated how much it will affect them right now. But it's not... They've ne- they're they not really complaining about it. They're just taking it on the chin. And I think the most Toto said is like, listen, our competitors want... Um, will find every avenue to attack us. And listen... Sometimes you just gotta say, Listen, the sport's getting boring now, we need you to make it more exciting for everyone. And that's my that's my do that's you my
4: genuinely think that's, what, you genuinely
0: think that's what it is. I 100% believe they're just giving it a little excitement. Do
4: you know, what? we'll come back to the pod in, in a couple of Let's weeks' see. time or at <laughs> the end of the
0: season. November, when it's when it's um, Max, no, sorry, Hamilton, Max, Bottas. I'm telling you, that's the top three. Actually, maybe not that bum us, but... yeah, in Perez. Throw in Perez,
4: throw Perez, because do. Thre thre.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't put Vettel there no more because that just went out the window. All you
4: <laughs> criminals that put Vettel... In Perez, that I'm
0: sorry, I'm sorry, Checo. I should have had more faith in you. You'll be my guy since McLaren, and I I apologise wholeheartedly. You.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, fa- I mean, look, thanks for that, Martz. I mean, if that is the case... Me, myself, being being a Hamilton and Mercedes fan, I really hope after summer break they can turn the engines up and, you know, ride off into the distance as champions. But um, right now, for me personally, it looks like Red Bull pff, have the stronger car and, and Max has got the bit between his teeth. I'm um, going to f- come to you finally on this, uh, well, final take on this, JL. What do you think's going on um, with Red Bull and Mercedes? Do you think it's... Well, it was quite clear to see mercedes are losing pace and red bull have gained it but what do you reckon's the the reasoning behind that um
5: as things have been mentioned it's just red bull have basically from all their money at this quite quite, quite simply and mercedes have just decided we have 2022 that's the start of a new new era and they know they're Without without any development, they're still the fastest slash second fastest car on the grids. So, and the belief of Lewis versus Max one on one looks they hope Lewis can outdo him, and Bottas could potentially outdo Perez. It's just the development from Red Bull, I think, has been faster than they expected it. So what this is, what fourth win in a row Red Bull, if I'm not mistaken. So. This is yes, not, not yes. It's not what they expected, and this is probably their first serious challenge in back, four or five years. So, I think they they just need to. And so, and you can see some of the mistakes they're making. That they just don't know how to how to react properly. We're just we're just having an actual challenge because, we, because before making a mistake, it's fine you to get, you'll just probably still win. Worst case, Bottas might sneak a cheeky win. Maybe, a, maybe a cheeky second place. But they are generally in a in a in a dog fight. They don't know how to handle it. Um, maybe after summer, they might be better. But I think internally, it's like sometimes, sometimes you know things come to um, end of error. So that, so that the way Toto, Toto speaks, he's not he doesn't seem stressed. He doesn't seem like too fast it might it might be mm. his outer austrian german um demeanor but he's not he doesn't seem like it's like all right cool if we lose it we lose Some it
0: break. Some yeah. break.
5: <laughs> it might be that or it might it
1: might be come next year we're gonna dominate again we'll, we'll dominate anyway so but, but do you not think that's that's too big a risk though to put all your eggs into 2022 when you have had such a dominant car in the turbo hybrid era it just doesn't make sense to me because 2022 anyone could 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 be dominant it's just too risky but they said but but they've
4: actually said that that's what they're doing though i mean it might sound risky but they've if they're not making any upgrades not doing anything technically they're saying that they're done for the year it, to and me that's what that yeah. sounds like. I think
0: I think a lot of teams are saying this because they're just trashed this season. Look, Ferrari and has to say it, and we both expect to go. Well. Ferrari yeah. ain't gonna come with a good car next year. We know that for for We know that for, know that for a fact. Ferrari are not come with a good car next year. So <laughs> look
1: at JL. <laughs> it's JL, so it's, so it's awesome. where it is.
0: Like they're going <laughs> everyone's gonna say that we're working on a car for next year. The only team that hasn't outwardly come out, you know, is outwardly not doing it, is McLaren. Because they've already spent their two tokens. Um, so they're not going to have much, I don't, and I, they don't have much room for flexibility for development for 2022 anyway. So, yeah, teams are just going to come out and say that. No, we're focused on 2022. No, you're not. Just take your I L. Mean, uh...
2: <laughs> I mean Mercedes are defo focusing on 2022 and it's purely because if you look at Mercedes when we entered the hybrid era like how Mercedes in 2010, 11, 12 and 13 was just like not good and then they literally put all their eggs in the basket, they focused on the new regulations they were miles ahead of everyone else and that's why we, did, they, we didn't get a Mercedes challenge until like Ferrari in 2017 because everyone was playing catch up because nobody paid attention to the regulations when they changed and I think that that's where Mercedes is really smart so even if they do have to take the L this year and lose if that then means that they're going to win three championships in a row now because nobody else is going to be able to compare to them come 2022
1: I would take that risk
0: yeah. Maybe they should yeah. actually apply that strategy to their races then <laughs>
1: <laughs> So what they did do in the race was, um so we touched on it earlier, Perez had a bit of a slow stop which allowed Obviously, about Bottas to, to capitalize straight away because they didn't try and have like a coconut head, they didn't want to be too clever, they didn't want to play the long game. Perez had a bad pit stop, they brought Bottas in straight away. Um, and I think they managed to perform, you know, the overcut. Um, let me let me come to you on this, Richard Bottas. How, how did you assess his performance this weekend, considering what happened? in FP1, you know, he had a three place grid penalty, he started fifth, he brought it home
3: in, in third Yeah, he had a pretty sound race, to be fair Um well, I didn't really watch practice like too tough to be fair in qualifying but I did see from the time sheets like, he was looking pretty solid to be fair, I mean, this of is one of Bottas's strongest tracks I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, he won in 2018 and 2019, I think, I don't know if that's correct yeah, so he
1: this won is in like... 2019. He won in 2019. Yes. Th- no,
2: 2019 was Max. Oh, he
4: won in
1: 2020. 2020, yeah, was it? Yeah. yeah, he won yeah, last trust year. Trust me,
0: Hamilton won yeah. last yeah. year. Or,
4: or yeah, or yeah
0: but there
3: was two. Year. Yeah, there was, was
1: two. two. Yeah. He he was one of the, yeah. yeah, Styrian, that... Austrian, I told you, it's so confusing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So this is, you know, one of Bottas's tracks. You know what he said? you got a Mercedes track, uh, we're both track just kind of like a boss track in some ways. So he he did, he did pretty well to be fair. He did he did qualify Lewis didn't he? Yeah, he did qualify. I'll qualify Lewis. Yeah. So yeah, he he done well in that regards. Of course, he got knocked back to fifth. Um, he had a really solid drive. Also, credit to Mercedes actually. Funny enough, they did actually. I did tweet from the account that it's good to see them being proactive rather proactive. than reactive, really, because as soon as I think it was out that the first. They picked his the lap after the lap yeah. Um, after. Yeah, that was after so slow, slow stop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, after so which is there's a bit of conspiracy about Bianca. Because this is like almost the second race in a row where he's at like a four second something stop, or hey, we'll sort him down another time. So yeah, the, uh, the bottas came in straight after sound. A uh, at a two second, two seconds something stop, really sound. Ended up in, in front of uh Checo, performed it really well. So then, of course, in the race, was a race with a procession, you know, he was able to manage his tyres and whatnot and able to keep the lead off it and able to resist any challenge off Checo within the last couple laps because Checo was slowly but surely closing down on him. So maybe, perhaps, I don't know, one more lap, perhaps Checo might have gotten him. but I, I actually reckon, you know, that wouldn't have happened because he, he managed to hold down really, really well to hold off Checo. To be fair, so I think today Bottas actually done what he's supposed to and what we want to see more often of him rather than at the back sticking the joints out, you know, not falling a race of land, blaming something else. This is kind of the bosses that Mercedes wants as well, especially if they're going to take the constructors to Red Bull, just constantly split the Red Bulls and whatnot, and able to have the um, I would say, what I say, the policy, yeah, the quality. So he hold off as someone as good as Checo because we have seen in France man just busted open. You no, know, just let him past. Whatever, tried to blame yeah. his tyres. Whatever, whatever. It was nasty. But ran Austria, he held it down, So credit where credit's due. Bottas had the solos race.
4: Did Did he hold it down though? No.
3: I think did he, he did actually think, hold it down. No, no um, needs to, need to be a man of this. Sorry, needs to be a man of this. It's on my Bottas here. So. <laughs> Him. So, what is a five out of ten for one man? It's like an eight for him. So, in some some regards, him holding off the faster red ball in Checo, should yeah, it should give him as was
0: because certain
4: other man wasn't able to I hold think, it down. So, I'm very sure yeah. he was stuck behind Danny for like a good. Do you know what? I just. I I, don't, I, think was, I think we're giving him too much credit because of such subpar. Driving and <laughs> that he's so far that now <laughs> the when the bar is yeah, so yeah. low. The bar is in health. Yes. Did you not hear that when it when it was <laughs> no. last week? Oh boss asked, yeah, you're doing so well. That no. no, this is what he
3: needs. He needs that gas. We've seen on drafts no. as well. Someone tweeted to sort of and he got you know triggered by it. Like God knows <laughs> what this was, the was because the bunch of shit that we've said, maybe Steph said, maybe. All the other people like I can't think of somebody who has a blast the bottess, but God knows what the speak was to trigger him. <laughs> but he's a bit of mind that he needs that encouragement. He needs that bit of love. Or else he's awesome. just gonna be moving mad. Like they need that, especially if supposedly you have turned down their engines. I'm
4: not I'm so, not I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying that like maybe because of all that cuddling we're now looking at a okay drive saying that yeah he 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 held Perez off he technically didn't really hold him off. You know Perez he just couldn't him. catch up.
5: Yeah because 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 in the post race, yeah basically, yeah yeah he said had there been one more lap Perez, Perez would have got him he said he said, the, ties, the ties were finished done so he 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 locked out by there being 71 and not 72 laps. I
0: think when there it, we comes, to today, when we it comes to today when it comes to Bottas though today what he did enable was, yes, all right. Lewis and Max already way ahead, but I think what what Bottas enabled was to keep Perez far enough behind and Red Bull have to worry about Perez and Mercedes have to worry about Perez that it allowed Hampton to even just get that extra point. I feel that. like exactly. if, if Bottas isn't there to get that fastest that, to pit to get that fastest that, if Bottas isn't there and say he's in sixth or seventh, then it's Perez would be in that window for for to catch Hamilton for that fastest step. So I mean, yeah, look, we're, we're, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here for Bottas, but it, it is you you can say, listen, he held up Perez or gave Red Bull something to think about to allow Hamilton to get that extra point, which could I mean, in my in my theory. It, it's not going to matter much in he, in he didn't, he didn't <laughs>
4: hold up. He didn't hold up Perez. That's all I'm going to say, and I'm going to, and I'm not. I'm okay, let me look at He, he didn't did hold it, him up,
3: but he didn't allow him to get problem. near
0: enough to pass him. Basically, no, That's no, because, he was, yeah. yeah, he was in, in the picture, in it. It's not that he held yeah. him up. He's in the picture. So,
4: okay, okay. But once,
0: yeah. Okay. There's some Mercedes in okay, the to Give all the praise to Kuntle.
3: We'll give it to Kuntle if possible if Bottas is watching this, we need to give him all the morale that we can because <laughs> at least we say he's going to win the constructors. Do you know what I mean? At the bare oh, okay,
4: minimum. Okay, Bottas okay, so- okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, did a good job. I give it. Kunle, I'm, like, I'm shouting out your boys. Okay, it's okay. Stop the goat.
1: Going- yeah. uh- Kunle, wherever, wherever you are, Um, when you do watch this, um, I hope you're appreciating the Bottas praise that we're giving him. Um, Even though you are complaining in the group chat right now about your internet connection. So, hopefully... <laughs> in some way you can um see the praise we're giving Bottas one driver though um who suffered probably the ultimate heartbreak today was George Russell um eight thousandths of a second he qualified well he missed out on on Q3 by um and he was running really well I think he was running eighth in the race before he he had to eventually retire with a power unit failure let me come to you first on this, Steph. Um, how did you feel seeing that unfold for for Russell during the race?
2: Don't think you should have come to me first, might start crying. <laughs> but yeah. Um I just thought it was absolutely heartbreaking. Um and I think even if you're not a George Russell fan, like got to, yeah, because he's had such, oh, oh all right. <laughs> Apparently not. There's, <laughs> Apparently bad not. There's
4: bad vibes in this podcast. You don't know. You're going to get to learn that people are bad vibes here. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. No. Oh, so, uh,
1: hold on. Hold on. Are we expecting another conspiracy? We had backhand payments to Total Wolf. Then we had dodgy pit stops for Sergio <laughs> Perez. There cannot it's be conspiracy a conspiracy marks. for Come Williams. No, sorry. What's the
2: consp- what is the George Russell Williams conspiracy? I need to know this it's now. Not it's
0: not even <laughs> a conspiracy. Before, I, need to, before, it's before I leave. It's just another easy track. George is doing well on, and it's like, oh, George Russell, this and that. No, yeah, okay, yes, all right. Williams messed him up today, but that's fine. But it's just another easy track. Look, that track, even I think I could get around that, and I don't even have a driver's license. So we're not even gonna we're not no. even gonna start with this. We're not even gonna start just with
2: expo- this. You just expose yourself.
0: <laughs> I don't if care. anything don't else, care. you expose like, yourself. I don't care. Like, listen, this is a, it's another easy track. Austria, Bahrain. Monaco, these, these I mean Monaco not, Monaco, not Monaco, not Monaco, sorry. I can't remember the other one he did on
4: right.
0: Shakir huh? outer ring. Yeah, that's it. It's just these easy tracks, man. Just driving in a circle ten times. He he's 10?
2: driving in the argue one of the worst cars on the grid. Like, give the man mean. a bit of props for dragging that piece of absolute trash. Can. Oh into Q Thank If Bottas was in that Williams, Dad, in the if was in that Williams right now, you can Whoa, best believe he would have been sat there in P eighteen, probably in front of the Hasses, and that's it. So George Russell, good, good job, bro. I'm sad for say, you that Williams. Another easy life. track.
0: Another easy track for him to tick off his uh, list. That's it. Do it. At, do it at a proper track. Do it no, at a proper
4: you know race the thing track. No, is though, I think I don't think the car. I don't think the car can perform at a proper track, honestly speaking. And I do think that they just. I was saying this the other day. I think Mercedes need to think about what they're going to do with him because honestly, it's becoming it's even the pundits like everyone. It's just every day. It's more and more heartbreaking. Like when he missed. Um, was it how when he missed qualifying into Q1 like was it 800 hundredths of a second? I don't remember, but it was eight 000th, yeah. eight thousand of a second. Like, it was so, so close. And then he ended up obviously because of Gasly, not Gasly, sorry, what's his name? Yuki. He ended up starting in in was it P10? Yeah, he started he started in the points. And for him to not finish, not because of anything he's done, not driver error, not anything. It's just very unfortunate. It's very similar to the race where everyone said, "Oh yeah, well he was in a Mercedes and um, it was an easy track and people were telling him what to do." Okay, fair, but it's just a shame because he's it's a, it's like you see someone so close yet so far, and he I don't think he deserves that. I think he's good enough to deserve an actual fight. Like look at Norris, look at all his mates having like actual fighting chances, and he's there in a Alex example. Yes. Alex Albin has oh. entered the shot. There you go. <laughs> it's just, it's just, just—he was just in a crinkum crankum car, and it's just not fair on him. I'm sorry.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll give, i give the boy this. He has good one lap pace. Um, uh race management. I've yet to see more. I would like to see more from him in terms of race management. I think he can show a bit more of that in the Williams. I feel like sometimes he, yes, the Williams car could be bad and. He does well a lot of the time to get to the end of the race, but I feel like there isn't that race management de- ele- element to his um, race day. Um, yeah, I just feel like there's so- – there's, for me, there's something missing. And then, listen, I'm just waiting for him to get into that Mercedes so people can see, like, listen –
4: I'm not saying. Not I'm, not saying not that he's, not even, I'm not even saying. Honestly, I'm not even saying that he's. I don't know how much quality. I don't know what he's going to do. My point is just that I think it's rather unfair to leave him in the Williams. He he out he outperforms his teammate at any given time. I just I just genuinely think, and he's been there how long now? What's what year is this? Year three. Third year. Third year. Yeah, okay. come on, man. I feel, Honestly, it's not about Mercedes now. It's just that if he's not gonna go to Mercedes, let him do something because he's almost wasting away not wasting away. I feel like it's harsh. But look at how Norris is now shining. He's he's shiny in a couple of in a couple of, of I, I don't know how long his contract that he signed with his new contract is, but people were saying why did he sign so early? He's got such good prospects. But with with George, no one else is even looking at him because no one else can even you can see it but you can't quite see it. and he's still a Mercedes man and they're always talking to him about what if Bossas isn't there. But then people are saying is he is he good enough for Mercedes? So I just feel like it's really I really I think it's just really harsh on him.
0: George it's like the reason why no one goes with George is because George is always in the Mercedes garage. So he on on free practice, on qualifying, when he's not with Williams doing his meetings and stuff, he'll probably be with the Mercedes guys, okay. and he will you'll be taking notes, you'll be learning things, you'll be getting to know the engineers and stuff. He's he's been involved in the program, he's very deep in it. Like it's not to say that, oh, um he's just there with the Williams guys and he's just stopped like bumming it out there. He's actually he gets taken into the um to to the uh uh to the Mercedes and he's with that team. So it's only a matter of time, and we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what he does in the Mercedes, it?
3: Yeah, hopefully he, can, he doesn't have to carry on doing community service at Williams and actually, you know, extract his talents at Mercedes because three years now, that's a long time for you to be doing that community is, service. Mm, it's too like, long. You know what I mean? That's, that's a very long time. It's especially when you're long. seeing your, your GP2 mates, you know, like Norris, their albums, you know, out of the seat, but still, he's still in with Red Bull, you know, doing so much better than you. So hopefully common sense will prevail. And they swap. You know, I mean rumors that it'll happen at Silverstone, but I don't think I don't think it'll happen that soon. But hey, who knows?
1: Bottas is fighting for his life. He's a goner. Some oh, might, he's a, goner. My, he's a goner. Some might turn really well. I'm driving for my life. <laughs> um one other driver today who um fought from an almighty seventh place on the grid to seventh place when it came to the uh, final standings was um, Charles Leclerc. He got off to a start that was pretty chaotic, to be honest with you. There was bits of carbon flying around. He was clashing with Gasly twice, Clash with Gasly. Um, he then fell to the back of the grid as a result of the pit stops and then fought his way back up to seventh. F1 gave him drive of the day. Um, Jay, I'm going to come to you on this. The floor is yours. Tell us why. Right. Driver of the day.
5: Firstly, let's 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 correct some things here. The incident at the start um, was the first incident. For him and Gasly was just a race incident. You know, too many cars gone off track. Cool. So he goes off, and then um, then he's come back on, right? And for my for my eyes, as an unbiased fan, it looks like Gasly's trying to go back onto the racing line. So, and at the same time, the care trying to move like um, to his right now <laughs> move, move into his right because he assumed Gasly would have by now, the would have been further ahead. Now, is it his fault? this incident, it happens, right?
4: Cool, yes, so, well- it's his fault.
5: Potato, oh god, oh, let's.
2: Where's the penalty if it was his fault? Because I think there would have mm-hmm. been a uh, a penalty involved. Or Do you know maybe to be fair, maybe if I did a run through F1, but it's
4: okay.
5: No, no, as I said, as I said, as I said, yeah. If you watch the video, as he's moving to the right, Gasly's moving trying to move back into the, the racing line, right? So it is his fault for for having poor peripheral vision and understanding where Gasly's rear will is. But I think that's because Gazi's moving to the left. Now, fine, he holds that. Now, obviously, you know, unfortunately, it affects Gazi's race. He ends up going in the pit. And from there, I mean, I am said in Discord, Ferrari are in the mud. Like, I think at that point, he was 18. Sainz was, I think, 11th or 13th. So to come back from basically lost to, yes, yes, Richard, before you start, yes, he came back, went back to where he started, fair. <laughs> but... But where he was, on I mean, quintessentially he was, well, outside Max probably the best driver on that on that grid that day, after lap one. You <laughs> look around, and sorry, who, okay. who else? Who else did more overtakes? Who else? Um, let's let's not let's not talk about where he started, the best way he finished. From where he was at one point to where he ended up, he was quintessentially the driver of the day. So it doesn't matter if the reason why you got to the back was your fault, you still have to, as a driver, inform the one, like shake that off and um and get back to what's expected of you. And and he did. Because if I, put this way, had he not got back to them and he was like 11 of 12, right now he'd be what donkey the today, would he not? So probably. to me. Yeah, so to me, who else bar Charles Leclerc, who went from 18 back to seventh, back to seventh, whatever wherever you call it, whatever, yeah, did a, had a better drive than him. Bar Max, who you said from 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 first corner, he was clear. There is no, there doesn't matter.
1: So, if you're watching on YouTube, you would have seen the amount of reactions that Richard is doing. He's been tilting his head, he's been checking around, he's been covering his eyes. Richard, come off mute, bro. Tell us why. Tell us why he wasn't driver of the day and who who you would have given driver of the day to.
3: I'm sick to death of that absolute terrorist. The monogast Saddam Hussein getting all this praise for for what? Going from seventh to seventh. That's all he did. He went from seventh to seventh. That's all he did. I expect him, yes, to go through context. the field. Missing context, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, context of you taking a man out and then having to correct your own mistake. We'll just go from seventh to seventh. Yes, that's the context. All right, so let's talk about the, let's talk about the first call. Let's talk about the first one, okay? So there you go. So you have a lot. So you got Spanish, Ayada, I- I whatever, Alonso. You've got Gazi, and you've got Leclerc. All going to same one. Okay, cool. Gazi sandwiched in. Cool. There's no way he can go. So, yeah, there's a recent incident where Gazi, Gazi and Leclerc touch each other. Cool. I won't put too much blame on the man of Goslad, but whatever. So then, as they get back onto the track, as Gazi's le- moving towards the left, for some reason, Leclerc starts to not back off and move towards the right and take out and give him Ghazi a puncher. Unprovoked, absolutely unprovoked, given a puncher wait, and ruin his race. Wait, well, so why, then wait, sorry, you ask the Formula One driver
5: in term what one or two to back off. That who does
3: that? No, 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 The term was already made. I'm talking about the second incident. Yeah. Uh, yeah, second, yeah. yeah, he so, exactly, yeah.
5: So, he's trying, so he's trying to get back onto the onto basically. No, no, no. I have
3: already said I've already said that incident, that's a recent incident in yeah. your ass. So I'm not getting on some for the even though I'd like to. I'm saying for the second one, unprovoked, where he's punctured Gasly for no reason, because the spatial awareness is absolutely trash, and he always has to cause incidents and crash into. We've seen it last year with Vettel. We've seen it and other times. in, didn't, the, in didn't the he go uh, past-
4: Perez? Didn't he go and apologize to Perez? And then wasn't that the race that Perez went on to win? Was that not him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Let's keep it
3: on this season. Yeah, let's keep it on this season, though. Because, you know, well, it's a couple of people are getting yeah. a bit emotional. No, Anakin, <laughs> JL, included. So let's keep it on this season, yeah. So we see it later on in the race as the curse cut through the field, Dark Bobbing everywhere. That's especially the Dark Bob. Um, he almost, I think he causes damage to Bikinan's front wing as well, the front end plates as well. And he was ahead. He was ahead. Now, Rykan says, what, what? whatever. No, I think I'm speaking. I don't want to hear it. What, so, um, you know, Leclerc's ahead, whatever, whatever. And then Rykan behind him. And for whatever reason, Leclerc, I think, sort of like leaned towards the right a bit. It's causing damage on Rykan's front end plates. Why is that? Man is behind you. What are you playing on? And next thing you know, he's getting, he gets a little Fugazi seventh, going from seventh to seventh. gets this Fugazi driver today. Listen. I am sick to death of that youth. I'm sick to death of him. I'm sick to death of the praise. I'm sick to death of the fan base. I'm sick to death of him causing, of him being a dangerous driver. I'm not getting um, any penalties or even blasted by the F1 community. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. The guy is a joke. He's not better than Max. He'll it's, never pretty be better privilege. Than Max.
0: it's pretty privileged. There
3: privilege. you go. Those white privileges. That's what it is. White it's white privilege. It's, it's a
4: it Ferrari
3: privilege. It's yeah we get that
5: we get that now with the wracking incident yeah he, he, he got elbow, elbows out and i'll admit i will admit even as a fan his facial awareness is
1: questionable it's trash
3: Stopable. no no call it out it's trash don't sugarcoat it it's <laughs> trash <laughs> it's, 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 all right it's right, right, tapes because... it's trash don't sugarcoat it. <laughs>
5: all right it's, trash. It's, not, it's not the best it's not the best in the world right however i will say this is what his Third season of Formula One or fourth? I think it's both the fourth. So fourth. 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 Yeah, fourth. So so I think. I just think, okay. No drivers put well. A few drivers are absolute, you know, the pinnacle of pinnacle, right? And some have things to work on. Reason I'm a fan of him because I believe by that one thing that he can work on, I think he's a talented, talented driver. I do agree that the love thing he gets from the broader community is a bit insane um I wouldn't do I say I'm still questionable is, is Max better than him because I think Ferrari's a it's a terrible car and we've seen Max for seven seasons now so he has that body of work for you to say it's like it's like um it's like watching Leicester you seen Leicester in the championship so you knew so you knew they were crap now they're up there so you, so you that's that body of work Whereas now, the clears like, you know, he's that new shiny toy. You still don't know. So I will defend him as far as I can. Um, I do admit the loving is sick. However, that's heritage, isn't it?
3: You're part of it, though. So aren't you being a hypocrite? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll call him out. I'll call him out. I, I... N- name, name a time. Give your seats.
5: When it happens, isn't it? When it happens
3: it's not happening so you're part of the problem that's what you are yeah. you're part of the problem you're taking for that absolute bomb, and you'll say I'll oh, call him out you're not going to call him out you didn't call him out today you were that oh it's Cassie's fault no no no, 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 no 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 I
1: digress
3: I, 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 you take someone that. out yeah proper and it's a bad there, accident it? you, you better talk it? talk I'll be on to you I swear to god I'll be on to you I'm on to you as well I'll be on to you as well I'll be on to all you little Leclerc Leclerc have, they have, twigaholics. I'll be on to all these. trust
1: me. I'll be on to you, all these. Steph, let me come to you. What's your thoughts on Leclerc?
2: Oh, right. Do you know what? I like Leclerc. I like him as a driver. I do. I like him. I do. I'm a fan. I do think today that? was questionable. I don't know. I just think there's something really likeable by him. I also think he's got, Incredible one lap pace, like he is up. That he's better than Max in terms of qualifying. Give him the right car, like he will do it on a Saturday. He's like better than George. I think he's maybe not better than Lewis because Lewis is, you know, Mr. Qualifying, but like I just think Leclerc is great. And once he has a car that's, you know, not illegal and that can compete, talk about it,
3: talk about it
2: (laughs) because they try to call it clever. (laughs) When he has a car that is completely legal. And can compete at the top, I think he'll do bits. Um, So I'm just waiting for that day. But I do think today was. Do you want to know what it is? Do you remember 2019, Austria, when he was winning until like the second to last lap? And and he was trying to be like nice about it. And then Max got his elbows out and like pushed him off. I think it was like turn three or four where he like pushed him wide. And then Leclerc was like, that should have been a penalty. And Max was like, nah, and kept the win. I feel like ever since then, Leclerc has had his elbows out. He doesn't care. If do you know what? If he's not, if Max isn't going to get a penalty for that, why should I? You know, be respectful of you know Pierre Gasly's wing uh, wheel. That's the word. Why should I? Yeah. Why should I give him this space? Do you know what I mean? I just feel like he's a bit more aggressive now, and I feel like I've seen that in quite a few of his um, other races. And while I would place the blame for that incident on Leclerc, I don't think you can. I I do still think he had a strong drive. But my problem with driver of the day is the fact that Max gets it when he doesn't deserve it. And then when Max puts in a stellar performance, he he doesn't get it. Like, I'm sorry, Max deserved driver of the day today. He literally went from, from P1 to P1. He finished, like, what, 35 seconds ahead of the... Car behind it which is Lewis Hamilton, seven-time world champion. Put the respect on that man's name. He deserved driver of the day today. I'm sorry oh. when he's like left, right, and center. No. Oh, i have triggered everyone again. No. I'm never. I'm never coming back. I'm never coming back.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> now, nah, to be fair, Steph, you make a good point. To be fair, I mean, I mean, maybe the car, maybe my is illegal. Looking. Maybe that verbal is illegal because it is a bit so. Study finish basically if you don't count Lewis's pit stop as the end, it's basically like fifteen seconds ahead.
4: Come on, man! Like, he even slows at the was, end.
3: Unless Lewis like, was preserving tyres or something like that,
4: that. To be fair, yeah. that
2: was a bit. Now, I, was I respect bit cocky, it. I can't lie. Right, I respect it. I,
3: I can't. What lie. you respect, Max, for doing
4: it. that? It Do you was know what? what I,
3: yeah. can't I can't lie. I can't, can't it I want it, but I can't.
4: That's dangerous, by the way.
1: If Lewis doing it, I like it. If that's dangerous.
4: But if Lewis it's did dangerous. it, he, get away he could have spun
1: it. into the pit wall and you know right. cause an yeah. accident.
4: If Lewis did it, my only issue, my issue is
1: that he did you, it, in all
4: honesty, <laughs> my issue is just the it's just the unfair the the fact that not not all drivers would do that and get away with, get away with it. Max could do it and did it and would get away with it on a normal day to day. What I do like though is that um, as Steph was saying about the competitiveness. I do feel like that's coming back slightly more because even in the qualifying when um, they were like, Oh yeah. um, Lewis overtook some people to try and get a better position when doing his qualifying. I mean, it didn't work out for him, but I quite appreciated the fact I was like, yeah, like this is not, Oh, this is not the gentlemanly way. Okay, cool. This is sports. Like let's fuck that. We're here to win. Do what you've got to do to be fair. I mean, like, the character today was a bit much, and he does it quite often. And it, sometimes it can be a little bit questionable and a little bit dangerous, if we're being honest. But Stanley in baby. terms of, <laughs> but <laughs> in terms of like the competitiveness, I like it. I, yeah. I do. Also,
5: don't forget, guys, this is their home Grand Prix, and it was a dominating, a dominating performance. So I don't hold it. I don't hold it against him for what he did because of that context. Even did it in Monza, Singapore. He'd be like, "What mm. it li- literally is, their home ground free," and so yeah, I, I, I don't blame him. It's a jarring, but I don't blame him. Summer break. Summer
0: break.
1: See. See. <laughs> Do you think? Hold on. Do you think Hamilton's doing that at Silverstone if he wins it by forty seconds? You
0: know what? You know what? I actually this is another theory I have. Sorry, I just have to say this.
4: Ooh, I've this been disappointed, Hamilton.
0: I was very disappointed in Hamilton today because he – why was he so far back? And you know what? There's, there's something I've seen in Hamilton over the past five races that I've never seen since 2007. sheer desperation. Like, I've never seen Hamilton so desperate. And I don't think it's because of the title challenge because we know what the title challenge is. I think he has a story. He's a man of stories, and he wants the story to be perfect for him. How many race wins is he on at the moment? 98. 98. 98. I remember I said it on a pod a couple of weeks ago. 100 at Silverstone. That's what he wanted. That's what he wants. And he's been desperate to get that 99 win. Because, you see, for me, I think he would have given uh, Max the win at Austria, and Asteria and France had he got it in Baku. I think he would have given those wins up just so he can get the perfect storyline and get a hundred wins at Silverstone.
4: But that was so his fault, like, though.
0: There's, there's so much because he get so much criticism by the British public and the British media. There's so it's his home is also his home race. You'll have all the fa- Hopefully, now he would have had all the fans there, it would have been the perfect story for Hamilton and i feel like he was really desperate and this weekend i felt that desperation even more and he was trying to push everything he could to get out of that car and he was just not and he was just, just going back and back and back
4: but and i don't that, think
0: i don't i don't
4: think that was i think yes he was pushing um i don't think i just think the car didn't have the pace i don't think it was anything that he did they told him push he pushed the tires the tires didn't the tires didn't hold it, he it was, wasn't, I don't, I genuinely don't he
0: think limits.
4: I don't think that was, I don't think that was him. <laughs> I don't know if that's the, I don't know what, as you said, it, it, this doesn't match your story though. <laughs> I mean, your theories are confusing me because <laughs> yes. your first theory says, <laughs> no, no, wait, seriously.
1: The theories the theories. They're going to turn what, it off what a
0: silver what Mercedes' plan is, what Mercedes' plan and Lewis's plan are two different things. Okay,
4: no, okay, <laughs> so wait, because also, I'm not gonna lie, the race two weeks ago when or was it not two weeks ago? When Lewis made that stupid mistake, baku, baku. stupid, absolutely stupid, and nonsense. And look now, I'm so sorry, I still can't go over that. But, anyways, all I'm trying to say is your stories are not matching because that's, one that's why I said
0: it's desperation at the moment. Lewis
4: wants to win hundred at Silverstone and wouldn't care. Yeah, like this is not, this
0: is, matching this is, not this is, nothing. This is the math is thing because what Lucy's plan is and Toto's plan are two different things. They, they don't; the two can exist in the same balance. Okay. No,
4: but but, because, you see, but that's, that would be Mercedes' downfall. Like Mercedes huh? have always been those people that have always been on the same page: engineers, Listen. drivers, Toto, every single person on that team. And at the moment, in all honesty, it looks you know like they're yeah, just out of sync.
0: I, th- I don't think it's a thing that you'll outly come out with if you want the 100 at Silverstone. You wouldn't say, let's give them the win. Imagine going, you mean going to Toto and say, I'm, I'm your number one driver and I'm like, oh, can we lose the next three races so I can get my 100 at uh, Silverstone? You're not going to come out with that as a driver, as an employee. You're still an employee. You're not going to come out with that. Even though you may want it to happen, you're not going to go to your boss and say, let's lose the next three races. It doesn't make sense, does it? But so you're that's something you have to keep to yourself. And I feel like he actually wants that 100 at Silverstone. And he, he knows, know. Lewis knows Lewis knows he can catch up. So he's like, yes, I can give them the two Austrians and uh, Ricard if I won at Baku. Those three races, you can say, I, I'll give it to you because I know I will catch you up because we know the Mercedes strong tracks are still yet to come as well. They've still got a few tracks where they're really strong at where they um, they will dominate uh, Red Bull, but at the moment it, it's just it's just not working out. He has to win next week and the week after that, uh, and in, in Silverstone. I feel this is why I see the desperation is coming from. Lewis, it's reeking a desperation right now, rather than actual more for the title. I feel like for the title, he's calm about that. Toto is calm about that. Everyone's calm. I'm not about calm about it.
1: I'll be honest with you. I'm not calm about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried.
0: I, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all yet. I mean, the worries at two percent. The worries at two percent. But
3: like, yeah, I can't. I can't lie too far. I, I don't think Mercedes are about that.
4: Thank you. It's not Mercedes. No,
3: no, no. Whoever, whoever, no, whoever it is, whether it's Lewis, yeah, in his head, theoretically, Lewis will not yeah. get hundred. When a Silverstone, of course. But do yeah. you think he's purposefully like staying on 98
0: up until now? So no, maybe good no, and I I next week, wanted, and then and no. He's a I, I'm saying I think he wanted 99 by now. He wanted 99 by now. I think he would have left these these three. I mean, he, uh, I'm not but saying you he have left
4: part. it. How can you? you I just can't understand. Honestly, I don't speak. think he would have
0: put maximum effort. Let's say let's put it this way. I don't think he would have put maximum effort the way he is at the moment to win these races. He is now the way he's trying to now. Because I feel like he wants that 100 at Silverstone. I think no, we're going to have no, to agree no, no. to disagree. You need to be a man, as an a...
4: it doesn't sound right.
3: I, I w- yeah, I you need say. to be a man that Lewis is in the title race. You think he's going to give up? You it's
0: know, title race. It's not a title race, it's it, a title it's race a... when it's eight, eight races in, mate. It's eight it's races March. in. It's not a title race. There's still 15 Bro. to go. I worry. I'm worried. yes.
3: Yes, you're right, you're right. And I'm not the one saying that this is over. I'm not saying it's over, then. it? But I'm also not saying that Mercedes are tailing off or Lewis is tailing off to try and, you know, map out to, you know, try and get 100 for Silverstone. He wants to get number eight. That is the sole objective. It doesn't matter whether it comes at Abu Dhabi or in Brazil or wherever. He wants to get number eight. Him getting 100 win of Silverstone, yeah, it would be great. But... He'd rather get it sooner rather than later I in the think, grand scheme of things. I, I told really? you,
0: Mercedes, Mercedes still have a few strong tracks left They, they have to go, okay? So they've still got a few tracks left to go where they're really strong at, where they could dominate. He can get race number at round 10, yeah? If you could be within, what, 20 points of Verstappen, even if you get your 100, what he's doing now, he's within, what, is it 30-something points of Verstappen at the moment?
1: That's I think easy it's 17. It's, it's it's 18 points at the moment. Oh, it's 18
0: points. Even better. Look, it's it's simple to catch up. It's easy to catch up. It's not it's not gonna be a thing for him. If you the easy points are gonna be under 20 point. by round 10, and you say, okay, said, oh, yeah, I can leave it to round 10. Get my 100 wins, and then you know what? After that, that's it. Number eight is coming home.
3: Okay, okay. Miles, so do You
0: believe
1: the earth is flat? I mean, what? <laughs> You leave the air for flat. I- <laughs> no, I don't. I've been on an airplane, so I
0: know it's not flat.
1: <laughs> listen, much much. I respect the, I respect the optimism. Um, for my personal view, I really hope he does bring home number eight. But for me, right now, it's looking, looking a bit sticky. Um,
0: I'm Steph- drop, listen, when he does it, I'm dropping the comp. Yeah, I've got the comp ready. The comp Good. is coming. I'll be 100%. here for it. I'll be and here for it. it. I'm
1: and I'm going to find my hat and Richard as well. I'm going to. Make sure I um let them know, but final thoughts um on uh, on on the Mazepin award, Steph. So we we do this every week, what well, every race week. Um, basically, our stinker of the weekend, our donkey of the day, one who didn't perform. Um, there's a few mentions out there. Latifi, Ricardo. Who's yours?
2: Oh, I- I'm going with Esteban Ocon because he had a bad weekend. And it's ever since okay. he's announced this new three year deal with Alpine, he's been in the mud. Ooh. He's been in the mud, and you can't even deny it. At least Ricardo managed to make up a few places before losing them again. Ocon did absolutely nothing, couldn't even get out of Q1. Now that's embarrassing. If you can't I, I, I get out of Q1, between,
1: yeah, yeah the, the gap between him and Alonso in qualifying was too much, quite big, way too big. But yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, continue, Steph, what you were saying.
2: That's all I was gonna say. I just think he was just absolutely nowhere. He wasn't putting the moves on anyone. I can't believe that he finished behind both of the alphas, other drivers. Just not a good weekend for Esteban Ocon.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um yeah, I mean, for me, it was um for, for me it was Ricardo. Um I think if when when you compare I know, I think he had a bit of an issue and he lost four four places, even though he made them up. But if you compare what he's doing to what Norris is doing, it's literally night and day. Um, and I would expect him, especially at the start of the year, I would have thought he was, you know, the number one driver there, you know, the senior driver, the driver that Norris can learn a lot from. It's completely the other way around now. Like, I think Norris is doing fantastically well in that car. And um, yeah, look, let's hope for hopefully... Like, in the last race, he came sixth. So I thought, yeah, look, we can see a bit of momentum here. But obviously, it hasn't materialised um, that way for, for Danny Rick. La- sorry, final final thoughts on, on, on the Mazaspin Award or Mazapin Award or Donkey of the Day, whatever it is. JL, who's it going to go to? You know, I can't
5: even remember Ocon at all in the entire race. Like, I I I just can't remember him. So I think to, to him. 'Cause at least yeah. Ricardo, yeah. he had some issues, so I can kind of give him a blind. Ocon was if you told me he, he came I could tell I can tell where he finished. So that's that's enough for me.
4: Where
0: did he so, finish? Shout out, out to Latifi. 15. Okay. Shout out Latifi 15. for finishing like 30 seconds
2: behind the house though. <laughs> <laughs> don't I don't want to hear any Nikki slander. <laughs> Nicky's a nice Nikki is a nice boy.
1: Nicky, who <laughs> is Nicky? <Nikki. laughs> no one knows. He, he, he's Nikki. given a nickname.
2: <laughs> yeah, Nicky, good old Nicky Latifi, Nutella Nicky. He's a Our, nice
0: boy. <laughs> Nutella Nicky.
2: <laughs>
0: all about knows who. Um, what's his face? What's his name again? Latifi. Latifi. That's it. Latifi. I don't want to hear it. I don't she knows who it. Latifi is. Go to her. Um, <laughs> Why you saying Nicky? You know it's Menager, huh?
3: <laughs> <laughs> the only Nikki and I was menager. Yeah. That's it, man. Yeah. I mean,
0: Nikki, that's it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys and girls, I guess on that bombshell, um, we got to leave it there. It's been fantastic going through the Styrian Grand Prix today. Steph, it's been a pleasure having you on. Hopefully, we can have you back on soon. Hopefully, all these agendas, all these conspiracies hasn't, hasn't put you off us. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's, it's been a pleasure. Um, we'll be back next week to review the Austrian free until then guys peace
5: sports social podcast network